Good morning. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Brands. Monica is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives with BBB Serving Western Ontario. Well, this past week, Thursday, January 28th, was Data Privacy Day. So today on Ask BBB, besides looking back on the significance of Data Privacy Day, we delve into the cyber world. Computers and the internet have taken a greater role in all facets of our lives over the past decade. This has become even more apparent as we cope with the need to isolate and work from home. Our guests this morning provide both hardware and IT expertise to keep businesses and homes connected. From directdial.com, IT solutions for business, we welcome Bill King, Vice President of Sales and General Manager, and Phil Hargraves, Senior Corporate Account Manager. Welcome to Ask BBB. Good morning. Thanks Good morning. for having us. So before we talk about products and services people might turn to direct dial for, can you maybe tell us a little bit about how this London, Ontario company has become a leading North American distributor? Um, well, I think, you know, we direct dial finds, we find our roots, you know, in, in, in London, you know, we were a, I'll say a regional provider of IT solutions, you know, that uh, goes back to the, the mid eighties. And I think um, relationships, uh, within the industry that were established as we were um, approaching the mid 90s and, and really the the advent of, of the internet towards the the um, the end of the 90s um, relationships with organizations like these 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 large manufacturers such as IBM Hewlett Packard Microsoft um, and also the distribution channels that um, you know they they utilized to effectively get their products to market. Um, I think those relationships that we established, we were able to, to leverage effectively as we were starting to recognize, wow, you know, people will be transacting on the internet. It did become a viable, viable thing. And um, there was a number of factors that really came together. And, you know, there's, there's, there's one, I think, and, and to me, it was, it was a fairly pivotal point. And I think it really reflected the relationships that we had established. And also the, 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 you know, just the fact that we now had a, we had a checkout you could put products into a checkout and, and transact and, you know, and capture a credit card. That was, uh, you know, that was something in 1999, 2000, 2001 kind of thing. But uh, Hewlett Packard uh, Canada did, did approach us because we were, um, you know, at this stage and, and uh, you know, they, they were looking to uh, for partners, for online partners. And we actually enjoyed for, for um, a fairly extended period of time when if you went to Hewlett Packard or HP.ca, where to buy, where to buy online. And um, our logo, the direct dial logo sat there. So you could actually click on that logo and uh, it would take you into our website. It was a, a, a wonderful vote of confidence that, that a company, the scope of Hewlett Packard, you know, gave us. It was, it was quite, a, quite a nod. And um, I think, on, and that really opened our eyes to a lot of things. I think number one, um, those people that were looking to transact IT products online, they when they saw this relationship that we had with Hewlett Packard, it was okay. Well, if, if if HP likes these guys, maybe we should like them too. You know what we discovered is is that if HewlettPackard.ca likes DirectDial.com. Well, then, then Google likes that too. And it, would, it assisted us with, with our Google rankings that if you were searching on certain products that we started to appear 
and, uh, and we start to appear on a national basis. Well, it's, it's not just computers operating, you know, in a corner. It does, I think there's a lot to still be said about relationships. You know, we have, you know, Phil on the line. He's our, one of our corporate account managers, and I, I think Phil will probably be able to speak to it as well. So I think there's still a lot of room, you know, for, for relationships you know, in, in, in our industry. And, and it's something that, that I think has really been helpful. And as we've, we've been fortunate to have guys like Phil that, that um, really become the, the face, the voice of our organization and, and you know, build and, and maintain those relationships. So when you, you know, think about business needs are constantly changing, what are the signs that a business needs to consider updating their computers or their IT system? Um, yeah, so there's a, there's a number of signs um, that uh, people or business should look out for. Um, one is hardware failure. Um, if companies or employees are seeing uh, slowdowns in performance, that kind of thing, issues with servers, networking, connectivity internally. Um, that's one. Uh, downtime, um, if people are experiencing downtime from hardware failure, network outages, that kind of thing. Uh, that's a sign. Uh, security, which is becoming a big thing uh, nowadays. Um, if they're seeing more and more viruses, cyber attacks, um, ransomware is a really big issue with a lot of companies nowadays. Uh, that's, that's a third. Um, and then growth. Uh, if companies are adding employees, adding locations, um, that's going to put an increase sort of um, uh, strain on the internal infrastructure. So that that's another reason to upgrade. And then uh, basically a different business model with dealing with COVID. There's a lot more remote workers, people working from home and from working from home, you need new hardware, new headsets, uh, you need licenses to connect to the servers at work. So I think that would be probably the, probably be the top five reasons. So then how do you go about helping a company or, or an individual for that matter, determine what products or systems are going to best suit their needs? What's the process? Yeah. So basically you, you determine what they have in their environment from a hardware and a software perspective. Um, what's, what, what brands are they running? What, what servers are running? PCs, laptops, the, the specs on all their hardware. Um, and then from there you determine what the, their pain points are and what well, my kind of saying is what keeps you up at night what are you struggling with what your issues are that kind of thing right so develop what the pain points are uh, determine what their current requirements are from a hardware perspective and where, where are you going what, what what are your future requirements where, where do you look to be within the next uh, five six years one of the things if I could add something there very often the the um, uh, the benefits that we will bring is that we help them with the the specific vendors if you will to to identify what solutions and really to understand what solutions they might bring and connect them with the white the right resources, you know, to, to maybe get the finishing touches on, you know, what are the, the, the last kind of finishing touches to understand is this solution going to meet our needs and um, I think that us being able to connect them, so they're not trying to connect through to Microsoft or Hewlett Packard or some of these large organizations where it gets daunting trying to get to the right resource that can give you the information that you really are looking for. Our guests this morning are Bill King, Vice President of Sales and General Manager, and Phil Hargraves, who is Senior Corporate Account Manager with DirectDial.com, IT solutions for business. Our conversation will continue after a short break. We'll return to talk about putting your business in the cloud. And we're back with more on Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with co-host Monica Braz, who is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives with BBB Serving Western Ontario. 
And our guests this morning are Bill King, Vice President of Sales and General Manager, and Phil Hargrave, Senior Corporate Account Manager of DirectDial.com. So, you know, when we're thinking about the changes that we've just all experienced in the last year, I'm sure that there were a lot of maybe small businesses that hadn't necessarily thought about how can we work from home? You know, what are the changes that are required to do that? So what have been some of the recommendations or the ways that you have been able to support small businesses with those changes and maybe recommend how they can move forward with doing that? One of the key areas that we were, you know, able to assist was just acquiring the, the products and, and, and that, that these organizations needed. As, as you can imagine, it was such a, a strange time in, in, in March when it was kind of the, that switch was thrown. And, you know, we, we got to send all our staff home. It was it was like that. It was it was like at what just this one point about the I don't know fifteenth or sixteenth of March, and uh, I think that's when a lot of people recognized what do we, what what do our client what does our staff need, and uh, so our ability to to procure the products the, the the laptops that they needed the the monitors the headsets and the you know the the uh, the cameras so so we were very wired in, if you will, and, and able to provide that and, and have that information and, and, and our, our resources so that our, our clients could acquire those items. Basically, um, to have someone set up from working from home, uh, obviously you need the hardware, so a really, a really good laptop. Um, uh, you, you're going to need the licensing to connect to the server. A really good headset, obviously, with people um, doing more Zoom calls and team meetings and that kind of thing. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna need that, and then even even like a, a, a sit stand desk, some something because you're gonna be on the phone at your desk all day every day. So um, from a hardware perspective, that those are the sort of the basic needs. Um, and then an inter- and, a, and a decent internet connection and a good infrastructure uh, back at the office, right? Besides hardware, do you help with software and what should companies keep in mind when it comes to both privacy and security? Privacy laws, we don't get into that aspect of it. So there's a number of uh, things you have to keep in, uh, keep in mind, uh, budget being one of them, uh, an on-prem solution. Obviously, there's a more upfront capital cost, bigger investment upfront with regards to procuring all the hardware and the software. Uh, cloud is more of a subscription-based model. So, so your costs are quite a bit lower on a month-to-month basis. Um, security is, is another big one. Um, uh, with some people, with, for peace of mind's sake, they like to have their data stored within their own four walls. So an on-prem solution might suit some better than others. Um, some might look at the cloud as being a better option. Um, cloud options are pay-as-you-go. You don't have to worry about purchasing hardware or software. You pay a monthly subscription and you can increase and decrease the hardware and software requirements as needed. If you had employees, subtract employees, that kind of thing. Um, what's becoming a thing nowadays is you've probably read news stories about um, uh, cloud vendors and online attacks and personal information getting breached by these cyber attacks. So customers are a little leery on setting their data and leaving it hanging in the cloud somewhere. So that's where an on-prem solution may, may be a better option. Um, accessibility, uh, people are more mobile nowadays. So the uh, cloud, with using cloud, you use login credentials, you can log in at anywhere at any time, regardless of where you are in the, in the country or in the world. But I think I would say the last aspect is 
is company growth. Um, it, it is a company looking to grow within the next five, 10 years. And if so, uh, cloud might be a better option because cloud gives you the chance to, it's very scalable, as I was just mentioning. So you can add and decrease resources as needed. Um, if you're adding employees, you're adding locations, obviously there's a more of an investment in the hardware spec perspective and the software perspective. So I think those are, those are some of the things that you have to keep in mind. So, you know, larger companies have an IT a department that really will manage this technology, create a strategy around them based on their needs. But for smaller businesses, that's not really practical. So what are some ways, you know, like we've just been talking about cloud storage or maybe storage on premises. What are some of the things that you can support small businesses in as they're exploring, you know, some of these changes that they may require? Yeah, um, so, if, so for companies that are looking for support, for their IT, um, if they're looking to for someone to come in and sort of manage their environment, um, some of the things you would look at would be communication tools. Uh, what tools do I have access to um, to uh, to reach out when there's an issue or when there's an outage? Um, with managed service companies, there's something called a ticketing process where you create a ticket. When there's an issue, you send that ticket along, and then the the IT my services company gets back to you, um, uh, resolves that issue. Uh, response time's a big thing. How fast can you get back to me when there is an issue and an outage? Um, and sort of the support structure. What people do I have access to? What are the credentials? What's their experience? How does information flow from my company to your company? Um, and I think the last thing would be references. What companies are you currently working with? Um, can I kind of reach out to these companies? Are they going to give me some positive feedback when, when, when I do reach out to them? So I think those are some of the key aspects I would, I would touch on. We've talked about uh, security a bit, and BBB tracks and reports scams. Uh, most of the scams today occur online, and they're a result of hackers and network attacks. Well, what are some of the security measures and features that businesses and individuals, for that matter, need to consider? Um, you know, I, I think, you know, most like it's obviously things are fairly mature out there. If I, I, if I could say, you know, everybody has their, their security software and their, and, and firewalls, or if not, they, they really should obviously. But I think, um, you know, for, for a lot of businesses, it's making sure you stay current with the various versions of your software and, and software definitions. Just stay current, make sure you're doing updates, you know, be that on your, your local operating system, you know, be that on your network operating system. These things are, are very important. You know, with even with a, a, you know, the latest version of a particular software, there can still be holes. You know, like there, and and again, these malicious people will be able to figure that out fairly quickly. So obviously, backups become huge. I think that's something that that does get neglected. And you know, so making sure that you're doing regular backups. If the, if you should be hit by ransomware, the key thing there is if you don't have backups of your system, now now they have you where they want you. You know, so I can't emphasize backups enough. You utilize multi, um, you know, multi-factor authentications where possible. I know. Um, so update your passwords. I think that we just get stuck and we use the same password. It sounds like a simple thing, you know, but it's, it's um, you know, it, it's important, you know, educating your staff, you know, the, the spam filters, it amazes me. We have spam filters in place. Stuff still gets through, 
So make sure your staff understands that if something doesn't look right, it probably isn't. When you've got that, you know, that that colleague that's saying, "Hey, it's 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 an it's an emergency. I need to I need you to you know call me." It's probably not that that colleague, you know. So be careful with that, you know. Um, I think maybe, and I would touch on it as as, as an internet company. If e-commerce is is really uh, important to your business as well, you know, you might want to employ a cloud-based protection service. So just take those steps, you know, to, and and look into those things. They're they're not that expensive. They just require discipline and and staying at them. That vigilance that we all are guilty of doing. I know myself. I I have to pause and go. Okay, do that backup. You know, do those things. Make sure you're doing because they are important. I was just going to touch on Bill's point about um, being up to date with the firmware and your firewalls and all that kind of stuff. And there's so much strain now on small businesses uh, with budgets being cut, not having really an IT staff. Um, there's more strain and stress on one person to manage all that. And with technology consistently changing and ever evolving, it just becomes more and more difficult for someone to stay on top of that. So I think that's where a company like Directile really comes into play is that they can lean on us for, for expertise. Like we have, we have access to all kinds of different resources and tools uh, regardless of what technology is, we can bring vendors on conference calls, develop solutions, that kind of thing. So I think that, that I think that's one of the real value adds that we that uh, Direct Dial can provide. Well, Bill and Phil, we want to thank you very much for your time this morning. You've been enlightening and uh, informative. Thanks again for being with us this morning. Thank you. Great. Thank you. We've been talking with Bill King, Vice President of Sales and General Manager, and Phil Hargraves, who is the Senior Corporate Account Manager of DirectDial.com, IT solutions for business. DirectDial.com is an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. Look for them in the BBB Business Directory to learn more. When we return, we'll look back on Data Privacy Day and why it's important for business. And we're back with more. I'm Jim Swan with co-host Monica Braz, who is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives with BBB Serving Western Ontario. Well, our guests this morning have helped us become a little more aware of what we need to connect to and stay safe on the Internet. As soon as we are online, we are the target of cyber thieves. So we need to be aware and protect our information. That's why across North America, BBB observed Data Privacy Day on January 28th, this past Thursday. The idea behind Data Privacy Day is to make people aware of dangers and become aware of who has your information. And all of the information is still available on the BBB.org website. Monica, this started out as Change Your Passwords Day and, and now it's evolved into Data Privacy Day. That's right. You know, changing your passwords is on the list, but that comes down the list after things like share with care, manage your privacy settings, and protect your personal information. And I guess it, it all comes down to being very careful where and with whom you share your any, any information. Exactly right, Jim. You know, your personal information is like money. It's valuable. So when you're sharing personal information, be sure you know the company and actually take time to read their privacy policy. Ask yourself if the benefits you get by sharing your information are actually worth it. When you go to the article on BBB.org, you'll get details on how to keep tabs on apps, locking down your login information, using caution when clicking on any links. And if you're fairly new to the cyber world, 
being aware of the information you are sharing through smart thermostats, voice control systems, cars, and even refrigerators is something that you may want to consider. And right now, one of our electronic devices is flashing a little signal that our time is up for this week on Ask BBB. Well, just before we sign off, we want to remind our listeners that we're conducting monthly power chats with professionals who provide services to businesses and to individuals. The first in this series featured information about the programs available to assist businesses impacted by the COVID-19 lockdowns and protocols. There are a myriad of programs with various criteria. Nicholas Coburn of Strategy Virtual Accounting walks us through the maze and answers many questions, as well provides sources of information that you can find out about different financing and cash flow options in 2021. You can access a recording of the 30-minute session by visiting bbb.org. And as always, before we sign off, we want to remind listeners that you can contact us anytime on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western ONT. And if you have a question or a guest suggestion, tweet us at AskBBB. Thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Braz. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust. <laughs>